Millennial Wisdom is a listener's journey with powerful insights about your work and your life. Now, here's your host, consultant, coach, speaker, and best-selling author of the Millennial's Guide series, Dr. Jennifer Wisdom. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Millennial Wisdom. I am your host, Dr. Jennifer Wisdom, and we have a wonderful guest today. Her name is Kendra Clark. She is a corporate attorney, and she's the author of, get this, Mother Pupping Adorable, What to Do When Your Dog is Better Than Everyone Else's. Welcome, Kendra. Hi, thanks for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. So we always want to talk with, tell us what you do and what was your path to get there? So tell okay. Well, I may abbreviate that slightly, but uh, yes. So I am a corporate attorney, like you mentioned, and I was working, um, I'm in the agriculture industry for large brands. And I found myself fascinated with, you know, the medical applications for cannabis and how it works and the legal challenges associated with the legalization and just what a game changing it would be for, you know, thousands of people and then also pets. Um, so I started a CBD brand for dogs and that's how I really got intrigued with, you know, e-commerce and, you know, bringing um, happiness and further joy to a relationship with your pets. And that brought me to write the book, uh, Mother Pup and Adorable, which, which you mentioned, and was really, uh, and, and to fund projects like that um, as well. Fantastic. So I want to make sure I understand corporate attorney and you have your own CBD brand and author. Yes. Yes. So I started the CBD brand because I was working as a corporate attorney in the cannabis space. And I noticed there was lots of um, stuff being developed and innovations kind of, you know, um, not as far as advanced as science was available to provide in the people space. But the pet space was really ripe for, you know, further innovation and to really help our pets. And so having an older dog, it was she was the perfect test model. And so I, I did start that CBD brand with her and then just got intrigued with providing further content for pet owners who just want to have further enjoyment with their pets and that brought me to the site um, I have a site thepopularpets.com and um, lots of content av- uh, av- available there about just living life and enjoying it with your dogs along with our book, with oh, book. fantastic so we are both gen xers or what I like to call millennial adjacent. Yes. Gen Xers and millennials deal with pets differently? I don't think so. I, you know, what I've, what I've, I've always thought of it as very individual and not thought about pets globally, but the book has forced me and my content uh, creation has forced me to think about all different generations and how they relate to pets. And what I've seen is that pet loving is a community in and of itself and it crosses generational divides and if we look at who is loving you know who is the largest pet owners right now they are gen xers and they're also over 65 and people in their golden years yeah and so i think as a community you know, we may relate differently, have different time and have different, you know, ways that we want to interact with our pets. But Mm -hmm. in general, it's all about love for our pets and a partnership. So I'm making life better. Yeah. That's great. That's great. And I know the pandemic has created some, some problems uh, related to pet situations. And I saw the 
cartoons about the dogs being so happy everybody's home and the cats being so mad everybody's at home. Uh, but what can you tell us about pandemic and pets? So I think it's actually gone through a full circle trajectory, right? At the very beginning of the pandemic, we saw record adoptions and all uh, humane societies being cleaned out, which was so exciting and great for our pets and people, right? As we know, pets bring greater joy to our lives as well. Um, and then it seemed to take a full swing. And now there's a bit of a panic about you know, people having to go back to work, realizing they don't have as much time, humane societies are filling up again, um, maybe there's economical cha economic challenges that people are facing. And so it really has, I think it has had a broad, a very, very broad implications for pets, you know, for loving pets and sharing our lives with them. Um, uh, you know, in my book, I do, you know, I do talk a lot about also um, uh, charity, and you know, working with charities and how we can help charities in so many different ways that are doing the great work. And they need our support now more than ever. Ah, great, great. And speaking of how you work with pets when you need to be out of the house, I understand you've done some work on dating with pets. How do you manage pets when you're dating? Yeah, so I had some real life experiences that provided the fodder for my, <laughs> for my book. <laughs> Um, it was really kind of funny when I started dating my my husband I had a great Dane um, and so uh, I think love transcended everything but uh, he probably wouldn't have been his choice to have a, a great Dane in a new relationship because <laughs> it's really a relationship of three <laughs> um, but I think that is true with with all dogs and so um, it, it you know it gave me pause and to think about you know, how you navigate dating. And so I, I did include a fun chapter on that along with, you know, including your dog in your wedding because hopefully that's the next step. Um, but yeah, a dog somewhat like children in dating, not that I think dogs and children are the same, but it does present certain challenges that require communication. And, you know, people may have different backgrounds that cause them to relate to dogs and how they should be in our lives and a part of our families and different ways. And so it's just, it becomes truly another you know, another, another subset of a relationship or something that you need to consider. Yeah, absolutely. How do you think people's space has changed related to pets? I mean, I, I think pets, you, my perspective perception is that pets have been treated a bit differently in the past. They were kind of, they were an animal and now they're part of the family. So yes. what can you say about that? Yes, I mean, if you go back to the very beginning on the domestication of, 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 of dogs from wolves, I mean, they were really were hanging around uh, native wild campfires to get scraps of food. And, you know, we've seen this huge, huge change in how we relate to them. Um, you know, they went through a period where they were useful to us, you know, pulling sleds, helping us work. Um, you know, protector. And then as, you know, then you saw the, you know, I actually have a timeline of, of this in my book, because it's, it's so fascinating to me how it, how pets have evolved in our lives. And now I think the biggest change is social media as well. It's like, a, you know, pets then, you know, Petco was born, and we could shop online for our pets. And that really was a significant change, as everybody used to just throw a couple cans of food in at the grocery store 
store. And then you saw this, you know, this huge change into buying online, buying specialty attire, buying, you know, spoiling them, and it really upped the bar. And then, uh, and then now, you know, we have influencers that are pets, and it's so cool. So yeah. cool. So Yes, for sure there's been a change and how we relate to how we relate to pets, but I think it's our environment has allowed us to do that and spoil them like crazy. I think we would have done it all along. But you know, now <laughs> yeah. we have the means and the access to really great stuff to spoil right. them like crazy. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And I do want to circle back to CBD. So is the the market for CBD for pets, I know pet anxiety is a thing. Yes. Uh, is the market for CBD for pets um, uh, still a specialty or a side market? Is it really coming mainstream? What can you tell us about how that evolved and wh where you think that's going? Yeah, I think it has evolved um, and it's really just getting a general acceptance. You know, I, from my perspective in the industry, I find it hard sometimes, but I think people still, just because I'm used to it, dealing with it every day and know the difference between psychoactive and non-psychoactive of CBD versus THC. But I think that's been the one, like a, a large barrier is, is, you know, the one, the research because it was so slow to legalize. So there's a lot of anecdotal evidence that it helps. Um, it helps our pets as well as people. Um, and then, and then secondarily, just, you know, having a very clear understanding, um, CBD as a CBD seller, we're, you know, the FDA is very, very serious about us making claims where even if you had a botanical, you'd be able to make another botanical source of something, you'd be able to make, you know, more claims and tell about what it does. So, I mean, those two things I think have, have stymied, maybe it's, acceleration into popularity but you know it is it, the, the studies are coming on board and there's so many so much anecdotal evidence to support that it's not even just for anxiety um, pain relief um, you know just a general balancing of the system um, just like a, a lot of times that we see in people I don't, do you use cbd in your practice at all i don't and i yeah. don't have pets right now yeah, I did in the past, but I'm thinking of my dog had some uh, pain later yeah. in life and this might've been helpful for her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow. Well, this is great. So what's next for you? Um, well, for me, so I, I did start um, the popular pets.com and <laughs> because I, I really found as I was writing the book that content creation is fun um, and it's something that I, it's kind of an outlet for me. Uh, and so I try to post, you know, fun content that's engaging for folks who just truly love to navigate the world with their pets and, and enjoy life with them. And it's, you know, not as opposed to other sites that will be maybe more scientific and serious. You know, I do touch on the CBD in a little more serious manner, but truly believe in the, you know, fostering enjoyment and having fun. Fantastic. Fantastic. So for people who want to reach out to you, there's thepopularpets.com, yeah. right? Yeah. And then they can find your book, Mother Popping Adorable. It's where is where can they purchase that book? Sure. So um, the book is available. Mother Popping Adorable is available on Amazon and other large retailers uh, wherever books are sold. In, and it's on Amazon in Kindle version and paperback. And there's information about it on our website. Um, Instagram is probably where, where we're most active at uh, Popular Pet Pals. And Feel free to DM me if you'd love to, if you'd like to collaborate or do anything else. Um, 
just all for the greater enjoyment of owning a pet. Great, great, perfect. Thank you so much, this is great. So uh, thank you so much for joining us, Kendra. Kendra Clark, author of Mother Pupping Adorable, which is an awesome title, and corporate attorney and uh, CBD brand for dogs. So this is fantastic. You're doing all these kinds of things. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Jennifer. I appreciate it. And thanks for spending time with me. Absolutely. And thank you all for listening to another episode of Millennial Wisdom. We will see you next time. Thanks. You've been listening to Millennial Wisdom, where we talk to you about your life, journey, and your insights of the world around you with host Dr. Jennifer Wisdom. To learn more about the work Dr. Jennifer Wisdom does, please visit leadwithwisdom.com. Millennial Wisdom is sponsored by the Millennials Guide series. You can pick up your copy wherever books are sold or visit Amazon or millennialguides.com.